another exciting episode of the Life Simplified Podcast. Yes. This is your host, Janae Sasso. And of course, I've got with me my favorite co-host. Woohoo! We are back. Miss <laughs> Felicia Garrett. Hello. Yep. She's my partner in crime, but she keeps me out of crime. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I don't do jail. I you don't, don't wear do prison orange? That no. ain't your color. I love orange, oh. but it will not be my new black, okay? <laughs> well, not for me. Well, we have another exciting show. As you know, we have kind of changed up the format. So now we got guests on our show, yes. and I think we've got some excellent guests. Um, today's guest is going to be Dion Williams, who is the author of A Penny is Worth More Than You Think, yeah. and it is a powerful testimony about how she was able to push past her grief mm-hmm. and press into her praise. Mm. Um, you know, it's hard to be in a good mood or to be celebratory of, on any level when you've lost, you know, yeah. I don't know about y'all but I've been I've lost a lot over the years mm-hmm. and um and I'm sure I will continue to lose things that's just part of life mm-hmm. you know transition shedding change mm-hmm. not always what we enjoy but it's necessary I yeah. feel you know it's necessary so what is the purpose of grief I mean why do we have to go through that Felicia you're the counselor and you deal with this <laughs> all the time what is it with the grief it is a stage of life you know wow. there is a time to live and a time to die there is a there is a time to mourn and a time to rejoice it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a process of life um and so i i just believe it is is just the way that god designed it it's just a process of life so the purpose of grief i would just say is a you know when we think about when you lose mm-hmm. you also oftentimes cherish more of what you have Mm, excellent point i believe so i know i definitely Mm -hmm. um having been a caregiver and walked with so many to their last days and you know and watched them take their last breath it has definitely heightened my awareness of the importance and sanctity of life yes you know i i really try to focus and live each day as if it were my last day Mm -hmm. And to really do what I want to do and enjoy doing because I know I don't have to be here. It is a gift. So Mm -hmm. um, definitely, you're definitely right. It does heighten our sensitivity to what's important. Definitely. Priorities. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Priorities. And Mm -hmm. I think grieving is definitely a cleansing process. Mm-hmm. Um, it allows you to release mm-hmm. things in life that no longer have a purpose for you at this mm-hmm. time. And that's part of the whole process of change. Yeah. Um, that is that, yeah, just a cycle. So mm-hmm. you have an interesting, um, description <laughs> of the cycle of grief, which I have never seen before. I mean, I, I talk about grief a lot in my talks and, you know, the typical kind of cycle but you yeah. have a different explain your, um, your perception of well that. definitely the cycle of grief you know we talk about denial mm-hmm. um, and isolation anger bargaining depression and acceptance and most people kind of look at that as like a you know a step-by-step process mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that that is mm-hmm. that it does not go that way mm-hmm. I think it just looks like a crazy mixed up 
squiggle swaggle, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like, um, I'm sorry, you guys, I'm moving my hands. Um, <laughs> but if you can just think of like, you just take a pen, you know, and put it on paper and you just kind of take it and go back and forth like a little kid drawing. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. Cause you go back and forth. You know, if you think about when you think about someone losing something, you think about, you go from denial to like anger, to mm-hmm. bargaining, mm-hmm. to back to, you know, you may go down into a little bit of a depression. Then you come back to like, okay, I'm okay. I, mm-hmm. I'm accepting this. Mm-hmm. This is okay. I'm good. Yeah. And then it's like, it, you. it goes back. You're like, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I wasn't ready. I'm ready. Ready. Yeah. No, I'm not angry. angry. <laughs> why? 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 You yeah. know, and it's just like, it kind of, and then you kind of come out of that, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're ready to really come out of it. And then you're able to come out of that cycle mm-hmm. a little bit more. And then it kind of looks like that nice little line, Picture, yeah. you know, <laughs> but at first it doesn't. Yeah, it really doesn't. Yeah. And um, I think that that's okay. Yeah. And one of the hardest things when I work with people with grief is to be okay with not being okay. Yes, exactly. With not being pretty. You know, yeah. it's not going to be pretty. Exactly. You know, exactly. it just let yourself be okay with not being okay. It's the process and you have to be willing to go through that process. Yes. And I always tell people to embrace that process. Yes. Don't stuff your feelings. Don't try mm-hmm. to overcompensate for your grief because you know some of us were raised in families where you're not allowed to feel yeah people make you feel bad because you're emotional Mm -hmm. or you know you're just a crybaby or you know so we have to kind of relearn unfortunately relearn how to be human yes imagine that yes (laughs) Mm -hmm. so grief and depression are is there a difference oh yes there's definitely a difference because you can you can be in grief you can have grief without being depressed Mm. You can have depression and not have any grief around. Mm-hmm. Grief does not necessarily lead to depression. Okay. It can. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it does not. Um, and so there is a different, different, a definite difference. One of the things is grief is deep sorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's usually especially caused by someone's death mm-hmm. or a loss. Mm-hmm. You know, you lose something. You can be in grief in losing a relationship. Yes. Exactly. Um, the person doesn't have to die, but a lot of times when people are going through a divorce, yes, that that's is a grief. big, yes, that's huge. You know, that that's is a like a grief death. Process. Yes, a big grief because process. you have lost your relationship, mm-hmm. um, the ending of a relationship. Yes. You know, um, when people lose a job, yes. that they have worked, or they mm-hmm. lose a business, mm-hmm. or something like that. That is a grief, um, because that is something that you have worked into. That is that is you've a relationship. Yeah, you've invested yourself. Yeah, so in that, that is a deep sorrow. Mm-hmm. And so definitely there is a grieving process that goes with that. Depression more so is a mental condition, again, that is characterized by feeling severe, feelings of severe dependency and dejection. Okay, we have to think about that. Mm -hmm. But it's usually feelings of inadequacy or guilt. Mm, that goes along with with depression. Wow. Okay. Um, Often accompanied by lack of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and disturbance of your appetite, your sleep, your energy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now those, it varies, but those are usually what is associated with it. Can some of that be associated with grief? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But they don't Have necessarily mean the same, same thing. Yeah. Okay. And you can, someone can be depressed and never show, you may not see those same signs of grief. Someone can be in grief and you may not see those signs of depression. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're, they're not the same. same. Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm right there with you. You know, I'm a person, I grieve, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily go into a position of where I am just feeling 
like I can't get out of it. So mm-hmm. I kind of do with like little breaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have little moments where I'll just cry over whatever it is that I'm grieving over. Mm-hmm. And I often tell people like even with caregiving, mm-hmm. we often think of grief after the person dies. But I believe you grieve throughout the whole process as oh, yeah. your life is changing and you're losing life as you once knew it. Yes. That part to me is a grieving process. Just yes. like. The first time you hear you have cancer. Yeah. I mean, I just lost a good friend from cancer. He'd been battling cancer for over 30-something years. Yeah. But I always ask him, what did you feel like when you heard those words? Yeah. And so to me, that's that initiates a grieving process because yeah. you know that your life is just not going to be the same. Yeah. So it definitely helps to, you know get a better understanding of what that process is and we will be back with miss dion williams the author of a penny is worth more than you think Alrighty. hi everybody we are so excited for our community spotlight like we told you we're doing something new we want to highlight the good work that people are doing in the community not just here in the Virginia area where Felicia and I are located, but just across the world. So if you have anyone that is doing some great charity work, helping people, it could be an individual or organization, please submit their information to us. You can go right to our uh, Facebook page for the Life Simplified podcast and submit any information you have about them. We would love to have the opportunity to speak with them and to learn more about what they're doing. So today uh, on the line, we have uh, Brian Wells, and he is going to talk to us about a great organization uh, called P40. Brian, hi, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. Oh, good. We are glad to have you as uh, one of our community spotlight guests. And uh, let's get right down into it. We don't have a whole lot of time, but what is P40 exactly? Um, P40 is Professionals Under 40 Network, and we are Hampton Roads' first under 40 network made by millennials. Um, So we are an organic network that was, you know, made up basically by two guys that had a vision, and we like to give back, and we are all business owners. So, you know, it was only fitting for uh, for us to start this organization. Excellent, excellent. Well, it's good to hear. Uh, about millennials doing something constructive and productive, because we always kind of hear the negative part about the millennial generation. But, you know, with it with media, I always yeah. suspect that, that whole, this whole story is not being told. So I'm glad to have brought you on today to talk about some of the good things about the millennial generation. Uh, how can we learn more about P40? Well, you can visit our website at p40network.com. You can find us on Instagram um, and Twitter at P40 Network, um, and you can also find us on Facebook as well. Okay, great. And uh, is this a local group, or is it international? What, how far is your reach? Well, it, it is international. We're not there yet, oh, wow. but um, that, okay. is, that is the goal, is to be okay. an international organization, and we are, um, we are in a, a lifestyle brand. And our mission is inspiring and celebrating the next generation of talented and community-oriented professionals. So it's important for us to highlight our members that are doing great things, that are giving back to the community, but also um, helping them on their journey to success. You know, we have members who are business owners. We have members who are um, educators, people that have nine-to-fives. And a lot of times I think that 
people, they want to give back to their community. They just don't have the proper outlet or they, they yeah. don't, they need someone to point them into that direction. And that's when we come in. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Now how did P40 start? Well, um, Professionals on the 40 Network, we started in really, you know, it, it, it really came when I was having a, a rough time in life and I was um, experiencing loss. I was, we were actually taking care of, my wife and I were taking care of um, our mother-in-law. She came from Mongolia to, to see our son for the first time and she, she ended up getting sick. And when she did, that, that motivated uh, the co-founder and I, Scott Medina, to, to start Professionals on a 40 Network. And previously, you know, I'm the, I own a private medical transport business. Um, Scott is a music producer. And we had done some events in the past, um, giving back to the community, one for Typhoon Haiyan, another for a mission that we did in Mongolia where we gave 500 people free dental care. And wow. seeing the success of that and what that did for, for us personally and professionally, we kind of looked at each other and it took about a year for us to figure it out. And at, at that year mark, that's when, you know, my mother-in-law was sick and Scott and I were really brainstorming. And, and that, that time of, of loss really motivated me because I, really, I truly feel that, you know, death is the motivation for life you know, turning yeah. a negative into a positive. And mm-hmm. that really motivated me to, to go to Scott who had, you know, he has all the resources with the entertainment and he's great at, um, you know, a lot of the technical aspects of P40. And, you know, we had already had some success with, with giving back to the community. So it, it just seemed like a great time and a, and a way to channel, you know, some of the, the frustrations, you know. And, and on top yeah. of that, you know, being, being a business owner, you don't really have time to go network a lot of times. You know, if you're working yeah. within your business, because sometimes, you know, you have, you know, when, when, you, when everything's stable, you know, you have time to network, but sometimes you don't. And being able to create a network that, that was functional for everybody was, was very important. Great, great, great. Well, we thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to come and tell us more about P40. Uh, everyone that is listening, go to the website, check them out on Instagram and Facebook, and um, see how you can get involved and, you know, keep keep track of them. I know they're going to be doing and headed to some great and big things. So thank you so much, Brian, um, for being our guest today. And everyone, until next time, stay tuned. The rest of the program will resume shortly. And um, don't forget to spread the word. Thanks. Thank you. Hey everyone, this is your co-host Janae Sasso of the Life Simplified Podcast. We are only just a few weeks away from 2017 and you got to get ready for some changes guys. Some big changes are coming in 2017 and my question to you is are you prepared to leverage the opportunities that are going to come your way in the new year? I need you to go to my website, JanaeSasso.com, and download my latest ebook, Five Strategies to Leverage Times of Change and Uncertainty. Don't let fear hold you back another year. 
It's okay not to know all the answers. And guess what? Just because things change doesn't mean that you can't reach your goals. It just means that you're going to have to learn how to leverage those opportunities and make those things that seem to be working against you work in your favor. So go visit JanaeSasso.com. That's J-A-Y-N-E-E Sasso.com. Well, everyone, we are here with Miss Dion, the author of A Penny is Worth More Than You Can Think. And I am so excited about talking to her today. You know, today's topic is about pushing past your grief and pressing into your praise. You know, mm. we, Alicia and I are women of faith. And so, although this is not a religious program or a Christian program, we do um, incorporate our faith into our conversation because it is such a big part of the fabric of who we are. So um, um, no matter what religion you are, you know, you're going to have some rough spots in life. You're going to, you know, you're going to incur some difficulties. So Mm -hmm. today's um, discussion will definitely help you no matter what um, walk of life you are from. So yes. let's get yes. started. Miss Dion, All thank right. you for joining us. And, oh, you're um, welcome. We're so Quite welcome. To, we're, yeah, we're so excited to have you. Um, now, <laughs> you just released your book, A Penny is Worth More Than You Think. What is the yes. book about, and why did you write this book? Well, um, this book was released back in July, but I didn't put it, do any type of, um, you know, promoting or anything. I just would go out and tell people about it just one-on-one, basically, or those who knew me. But a penny is worth more than you think. Um, basically, my nickname is Penny. Oh. And, yes, yes, and a lot of people don't know <laughs> that. <laughs> well, I lost my son um, three years ago uh, to a tragedy. Um, he drowned. He was 19 years old, and um, throughout that whole process, I prayed and I prayed and I stayed before the Lord. I cried before the Lord. I mean, I cried like a baby. And um, one day the Lord said, I want you to write. And I was always a journalist because I keep journals. I love to write journals. I've got journals from years ago. And so I said, well, Lord, what am I writing? He says, well, go back as far as you can remember. And when I said, okay, Lord, but how? He says, but I want you to write in decades. And so I said, mm. back as far as I can remember, you know, um, not understanding some of the things, but then remembering a lot that I thought I had forgot. You know, and so this, 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 this. Um, once I finish, because I don't want to go into how I, how the whole book is, because I want people to read it to know what it's about. But yes. I couldn't figure out. I said, Lord, well, how do I, you know, um, name this book? Because basically, throughout my entire life, as well as your own, believe it or not, God has always been there. Yes. Even when we didn't think about him being there or know that he was there, he was still there. So mm-hmm. throughout the book, he gives me scripture. But one day I said, Lord, what do I name this book? And and I thought I was going to name it But God because everything was But God. He was always there, But God. And I went in the store one day and I saw a book called But God, so I knew, oh, that's not it. And one day I was <laughs> worshiping, 
I was worshiping at home because I kept my worship on. I never let my worship go. My worship was where my strength laid at. It lied in my, in my worship. And the Lord spoke to me and said, you know, a penny is worth more than you think. And it hit me so hard. And it was just to let people know that, you know, I can share my synopsis that a penny is a coin that does not have much value all around the world. It's the same. It's a copper coin. Mm -hmm. It shines, and then it can be dull or discolored, just like our lives. It can shine, Mm -hmm. but it can be dull or it can be discolored. However, no matter what, it's still a penny. So, you know, I was called penny. I don't know why still today, but... (laughs) You know, um, we're, we're, we're pennies, but we're copper pennies, and we still shine. No matter all the change that we hold in our hand or around us, we're still copper pennies. Wow, wow. I like this. I really yes. like that title. Me too. Yes, yes. I, it, it shook me. I was surprised. Definitely. I wanted to ask you, what is the main push for this book? Because you talked a little bit about push? the topic. Yeah, so what is the main push for this book? The main push, at first when I was writing, I did not realize what it was. But what it came out to be, on the cover of my book, I have a person holding coins in their hands. They're all pennies. And there's only one that shines. The rest are dull, but it's changed. Oh, I like that. And so what it is, it's change in your life that takes place all throughout your life, but you're still shining. And so what God laid in my spirit was to reach out to women who are going through all types of change and want to shine but don't know how. Some are holding on to past hurts. It doesn't necessarily mean it's grief, but it could be a hurt that someone has done to them or something that was said to them that they tend to hold on to or we hold on to. Um, mm-hmm. Or are we hidden under the carpet, you know, and or we don't know how to forgive. And it's like that's, we're, we're, worth, we're worth much more than that. You know, so it's time to let go of those things, and it's time to heal because you can have the best profession, you can have the best car, the best house, but if you're not forgiving and you're not healing, you're still stuck in that change. Mm. Wow. That, I like that. that is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, yes. you know, you, you lost your son, and I did yes. have a chance to watch your interview on, um, I think it was Channel 3, was it yes. three? Yeah, and um, you talked about, you know, losing your son. And mm-hmm. I've personally been through a lot of different changes and ups and downs mm-hmm. and loss and have had to, mm-hmm. like, you work my way through that. Um, yes. And, um, you know, my faith is what got me through, no doubt about yes. it. So how do you... How do you maintain your walk with God through this process? Because, you know, even today, um, it always disturbs me when people say, oh, look at all the tragedy in the world. There is no God. Where is God in all of this? And if it was God, how come he let this stuff happen? So it's Mm -hmm. people like you and me and Felicia that we continue to be the testimony. (laughs) So yes, yes. people about maintaining your walk with God through the process? Well, you know, it hasn't always been easy because you have those days where you're like, Lord, am I as close as I should be? Am I in prayer as I should be, as much as I should be? And there's times I've gone into prayer and I felt like I couldn't reach God. But then there were times I'd go into prayer and he would speak to me and said, stay close, my dear, stay close. You know, Mm -hmm. I had to pray. Prayer 
was and worship and praise were the mm-hmm. only things that kept me in my right mind. Mm-hmm. And even after, you know, I, I, I can say I'm coming out. I'm not going to say I'm totally out. I'm coming on the upside now, out, mm-hmm. and still I have to pray and seek God's face and praise and worship him because the enemy is so um, we're not going to give him any glory. He's nothing, but he will always try to come at you and attack you. Um, you will have your days where you miss. Mm-hmm. The Lord let me know that there was no chapters in grief. He also let me know, he said, it's okay to cry, but just let your tears fall in my hands. He said, wow. and you're going to have memories. You're always going to have memories. We can't get hung up on worshiping someone who's already gone. And that was my child. And I almost mm-hmm. made the mistake of worshiping him while he was gone. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, no, you can't worship him. He's not there anymore. And we've just got to stay close and in tune with God and who he mm-hmm. is. That's our salvation. That's what's going to keep us. Wow, 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 wow. What a powerful, powerful testimony. Um you know, um, what are some of your goals now that you have completed this book, and what do you hope to share with other people um, that you come in contact with as you go and share your share this book with them? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because I was like, Lord, what do I do? How do I do? And what are you, what are you calling me to do? You know, because the Lord kept telling me also. I mean, the Lord has spoke to me so much. He says, it's not in vain. And I couldn't mm-hmm. understand. He said, it's not in vain. Well, here recently he let me know. He says, I want you to to reach out to women and do a, a, a women's group. And I don't know where it's going to be. I don't know if it's just going to be transferable, you know, to different locations mm-hmm. and stuff. But he says, there are a lot of women hurting, and they mm-hmm. need someone who's willing to be transparent about who they are so that they can be transparent about who they are. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, putting that out there, individuals are willing to come into this space and be transparent so that they may heal and then they go out and do what they need to do because that will draw them into a relationship with God. Mm. Wow. Powerful. Yes. Powerful. Because God is in all of it. I'm not, it's not about me. So I'm not telling them to come for me. They're going to come. God is going to always be in it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, it is. We are so glad to have you. I'm yeah. sorry we have to wrap up. I mean, the time just goes by <laughs> so quick. But can you yes. just tell people how to get your book, A Penny is Worth More Than You Think? Sure. Right now you can go to my webpage, and it is www.agape, and that's A G A P E Wellness, W E L L. N E S S V A dot com. And you'll see on there, it will tell you how to order it, and I will mail it out or get it mailed out to you as soon as possible. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dion. We really appreciate you. We will definitely have you back again. And um, thank thank you for sharing. And until next time, thank you. 
Well, that was another great interview with Miss Dion Williams, a yes. author, the author of A Penny is Worth More Than You Think. Excellent. Wow, what a testimony, you know, three years ago, losing her son. Mm-hmm. You know, as parents, we never think that we will outlive our children. Yeah. That's just not the natural Powerful. course of life. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad to have had her on. And I'm just excited about how she's sharing her testimony. And I often Mm -hmm. believe that we go through things to help other people go through their journey Mm -hmm. because people can't lead you or take you somewhere that they've never been Mm -hmm. um, or take you out of things that they've never endured themselves. So I'm always a big believer that none of your trials are wasted, that there's always uh, a a testimony or a message in the mess of life Mm -hmm. and that we just gotta, you know, Take use it as a tool to empower us rather than to victimize us and yeah. and um, just elevate other people because that's really what it's about encouraging people Definitely. through our own experiences and you know um, I'm so um, glad that Dion is telling her story because so many like she's talking about being transparent yes you know so that others can be transparent yes I love that mm-hmm. you know so many people try to put on a facade that mm-hmm. they've got it all together and here we are looking at them thinking wow <laughs> we must be crappy because we can't get it together not realizing that yeah. behind closed doors there's a whole nother story and I think that's why you and I do such a good job on the podcast yeah because we're not being you know pretentious we're telling people exactly where we are and um i'm I, two hot messes yes times, i'm telling you two two of them so i'm i'm just <laughs> glad to have people like that on the show that yeah. can be real and authentic and i think in today's world of celebrity and you know navatars on your computer page and mm-hmm. photoshop people just at the end of the day want authenticity they want yes something that is real mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. yes genuineness I think I think that's one of the things that people want is genuineness and even if um you have not been through what I've been through your willingness to listen Mm. and help me through Mm -hmm. what I'm going through and be understanding is way more Yes. Um, appreciate it. Yes. You know, so your genuineness yes. is, is, is what I think that's one of the things that people want. They want genuineness. Yeah. So as people say, keep it real. Yeah. Keep they it 100. Genuine, <laughs> genuineness. Yeah. Um, and not just some abruptness. Yes. Genuineness. Exactly. Genuine and, care and concern. And you also want to be free to be able to be transparent because mm-hmm. the more transparent you are, then you can help somebody and at the Mm -hmm. end of the day that's what I believe we go through all this stuff so that we can help somebody else out when they are going through their struggle so until next time guys make sure you join us again definitely definitely